Let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is the way I love to start off my morning. I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible. And I get my energy from Javi Coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, you can actually get three bottles of Javi Coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money from going to your local coffee shop. And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar. You can use monk fruit. I'm a low carb person. I don't like the carbs. This is keto friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup. Add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi coffee. Mix it up, use whipped cream, sugar, mop fruit, whatever. And folks, it tastes absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment and get Javi coffee delivered to you today. First, here's a word from today's sponsor. Friends, I'm very concerned about food shortages coming to America. No, not local or short lived shortages. I'm talking about a national food shortage. That will affect everyone, everywhere, for a very long time. Would you be ready if that happened? Probably not. That's why I urge you to get some long-term storage emergency food from my friends at My Patriot Supply. They're the original Patriot Survival Company. Over the past decade, they've served millions of American families like yours. Their mission is your survival. And right now, you can save 25% on a four-week kit of emergency food that will save the day, probably soon. This four-week kit has a wide variety of delicious food that provides over 2,000 calories per day, the right amount for optimum survival. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com so you can claim your four-week emergency food kit and save 25% in the process. Order a tasty starter kit for each member of your family, and they will ship everything quickly and discreetly to your door. That's prepare with blackandwhite.com. Black and White Network fans, we are back with another video, and 2024 cannot get here soon enough. We're still a little over two years and four months away from the 2024 election. Now, I do predict that uh, Joe Biden will not be the nominee for the Democrats. The Democrats have a lot of problems for who they're actually going to put in front of um, if it's Trump or if it's DeSantis. Boy, they're going to have to find somebody. And I don't think they have anybody. I do think the uh, the Nets uh, president is most likely going to be a Republican. Because we have seen the damage that Joe Biden and his uh, Socialist Democrat Party has, have actually done. And they have been turning off, you know, everyday liberals. And Elon Musk, he said that um, he had always voted for Democrats in the past. And he came out and said that he would vote for a Republican for the first time. And he did that the other day. Now he's weighed in on 2024. And this is actually who he is considering voting for in 2024, and it is not a Democrat. 
Over here on Fox News, Ron DeSantis quips about Elon Musk's 2024 support. I welcome support from African-Americans. Now, of course, Elon Musk is an African-American. He's a white man, but he is an African-American. He is from South Africa. And I know that Ron DeSantis was uh, trying to make a joke, but hey, it's true. Elon Musk is an African-American. And by the way, folks, I didn't even know this. I just found out about this. When Ron DeSantis uh, ran for governor, he barely won an election, but he got 14 percent of the black vote in Florida. And I do believe that Ron DeSantis, man, he is coming. Now, I'm a Trump guy. I really am. But if Trump doesn't win, there is no doubt about it. Ron DeSantis is the man. And I believe that he can actually get a lot of the uh, black vote. And the Democrats, if they keep going the way that they're going, they're going to get destroyed. They're going to get destroyed in the midterms here, folks, because look at this. While the country is suffering from uh, high gas prices and um, inflation run amok, Democrats are more concerned about identity politics. Look at this. This is from um, today. Top Democrats back more gender neutral bathrooms on Capitol Hill. Yes, this is what Democrats are more concerned about than you suffering from inflation and high gas prices. And of course, today, Biden, he went after oil and gas companies. You know, he's been blaming Putin for inflation and high gas prices. Now, today, he actually attacked oil and gas companies. He is taking no responsibility whatsoever. But that's another story. I digress. Let's read some of this, guys. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said Wednesday that he welcomes the support of the world's richest man after Tesla CEO uh, Elon Musk revealed that he likes DeSantis's odds in the 2024 presidential election. Now, if Trump wins, well, I should say if Trump actually runs in 2024, which I believe there's a 99 percent chance that he will. Ron DeSantis is not beating Donald Trump in a primary. I mean, if you just look at all of the candidates that Trump has endorsed, I believe Trump's record in these primaries is something like 112 and eight. Trump is the Republican Party. The only way DeSantis gets the nomination is if Donald Trump doesn't um, run. But uh, this is what uh, Elon Musk, actually, um, Ron DeSantis said about uh, Elon Musk and his support here. Elon Musk. So what I would say, um, you know, I'm focused on 2022. Uh, but with Elon Musk, what I would say is, you know, I welcome support from African-Americans. What can I say? <laughs> I really like how Ron DeSantis, he is the best governor in the country. He is by far, I believe, the best active politician in this country. And you're seeing a lot of Republicans, you know, try to follow the lead of Ron DeSantis. But I do believe that uh, Florida needs Ron DeSantis really, you know, for after his term is over. I believe he needs to focus on running again because Florida is not completely a red state. Texas is still more red than um, Florida, and uh, he almost lost to Andrew Gillum. You know, the guy that was actually caught in bed naked with him. Well, we're not going to go there. It was close. It was close. But it says Musk, who is white but was born in South Africa, said on Twitter Wednesday morning that he is leaning towards DeSantis in the next presidential election. But his vote is still to be determined. Now, I have no doubt about it, guys, that um. That, that Elon Musk is going to vote Republican.
He's going to do it. Who did the Democrats have? They have nobody. And folks, we've talked about uh, Joe Biden's um, approval rating. You guys know that Kamala Harris's um, approval rating is even worse. She is completely incompetent and she's way younger. I believe Kamala Harris is only like um, 57. Uh, Beijing Biden is actually going to be 80 years old. And he's talking about running again. Man, I don't think the Democrats are going to allow this man to run. I really I really don't think they're going to allow him to run. We have seen the damage that um, Biden has done by pandering to the socialists in his party. And these socialists aren't really traditional Democrats, but they have the most influence over the party. When you're talking about a, um, an AOC, uh, Rashida Tlaib, those kind of people, they're socialists. Not really traditional Democrats. But it says here the tech entrepreneur also predicted a massive red wave in the midterm elections later this year and said he voted on Tuesday for Republican uh, Myra Flores in a special election for Texas's 34th district congressional district. Uh, Flores won comfortably flipping a historically blue seat in one of the most Latino districts in the United States. Now, that 34th district votes. In the last 100 years, you know how many Republicans Republicans actually got elected? Zero. This is historic votes. Historic. Must said last month that he has voted overwhelmingly for Democrats in the past, but he was shifting his support to Republicans in the future. DeSantis, who is up for re-election in Florida this year, has deflected questions about making a bid for the White House in 2024 but it's widely rumored to be considering a run. Now, folks, I do believe that DeSantis is going to win comfortably in his election. Like I said, this man is the best governor in the United States of America. Even the socialists who crush him, like AOC, they love going down to Florida and vacationing. Don Lemon, they love Florida. They love free states. But they have to virtue signal and say that um, Ron DeSantis is doing a bad job. Deep down inside, guys, I believe that they love Florida. They really do, but they'll never, never admit it. Um, says here, he has already raised more than $100 million uh, this election cycle, dwarfing fundraising totals of his leading democratic challengers. I don't even know who his challengers are. To tell you the truth. I believe they have no shot because Ron DeSantis is man. He is coming. He's coming guys. But um, what do you think it is? What do you guys think of Elon Musk? Throwing his support behind Ron DeSantis for 2024. Now, if DeSantis is not the Republican nominee, will Elon Musk actually vote for Donald Trump? I believe that he will. I truly do believe that Elon Musk will vote for uh, Donald Trump. Now, Elon Musk came from California to Texas for a reason. And I've been telling people from California you you left California for a reason. So don't vote like you did in California. Elon Musk, he learned his lesson. He's decided to stop voting for these morons in the Democrat Socialist Party. You might as well have just stayed in California if that was the case. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and we'll catch you next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. Baker, Baker.
Black and White Network fans, we are back with another video and we're going to be talking about this whole drag queen thing. And it's really been in the news because of uh, June being quote unquote Pride Month. And children out in Dallas were exposed to some of this stuff. Uh, pretty disgusting out in the streets. Uh, these people out there half naked exposing themselves in front of children. You guys saw what Christina Aguilera actually did at um, the uh, Pride Parade performance where she was wearing something around her waist that is for adults only. And children should not be seeing that. There's many adults that don't even want to see what what actually uh, Christina Aguilera was actually wearing. But guys, we have now a drag queen, a conservative drag queen. Now, I didn't know that um, drag queens were necessarily conservative, but hey, we've seen some um, transgender conservatives as well. So I guess it is what it is. But this particular drag queen has come out and exposed what drag queen shows are really about and puts parents on blast for exposing their children to this. Now, I don't blame the children at all. This is the fault of parents right here. This is the fault of the left as well for wanting their children to be exposed to this. I mean, you have um, people that are in the media on the left as well. I actually did a, um, a video on a sports channel where um, Stan Van Gundy slammed conservatives for not allowing children to be exposed to what he said, quote unquote, family friendly drat shows. That's no such thing. I mean, is there any type of a family friendly uh, strip show? You know, gentlemen's clubs where women are stripping. Is there any way that 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 children should be exposed to that? Of course not. But let's go over here to the blaze. It says here, conservative drag queen blasts woke parents as extremely irresponsible for taking their children to uh, drag queen story hours. Now, guys, you guys know where how I actually feel about this. Now, when it comes to adults, if you want to have drag shows, that is your business. I'm probably a little bit more libertarian on that thing. However, I do get very, very disgusted when we start seeing this stuff on TV. Actually, um, when I watch a regular TV, I actually see ads for, um, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say it's Discovery Plus, where they actually have um, a TV, I guess, documentary show about drag queen kids. Yeah, that's a real thing. Well, anyway, back to this uh, drag queen here. This man, and he is a man because uh, drag, drag queens are nothing more than men dressing up as women. They're not trans in their everyday lives. They're actually just men. They may even be uh, gay men. But he says this, quote, you can raise your child to be a normal, regular, everyday child without introducing them in gay sexual things. And I completely agree with this. This is the uh, the conservative uh, drag queen uh, right here. Now, there is a uh, clip here. And uh, this person's name is uh, Kitty Demure. I believe that's the way you um, say it here. But it says um, a self-proclaimed conservative drag queen by the name of uh, Kitty Demure has uttered a video declaration that just might send leftists in love with drag queen story hour phenomenon over the edge. In short, Demure told heterosexual women that they are extremely, extremely irresponsible for taking their kids to the story hours, which feature men dressed as women 
with full on glitter makeup, reading stories to their kids in public libraries and bookstores. Yeah, because that whole drag queen story hour thing. Why can't these drag queens actually just go as regular men and read the kids? Why do they have to dress up in that drag? Because it's an agenda to push this on children. And now, folks, you have TV shows about that with children. Look, look at this, man. This should not be happening right here. But let's go ahead and uh, look at this uh, clip right here of a uh, kitty talking about. And I believe uh, Kitty actually also is exposes um, what these drag shows are really about because they're not about being family friendly. This is about indoctrination. Here we go. Hi, everybody. This is Kitty Demure, your friendly favorite conservative drag queen. Anyway, I have another message for heterosexual women. The ones who have children. I have no idea why you want drag queens to read books to your children. I have no idea. What, what in the hell has a drag queen ever done to make you have so much respect for them and admire them so much? Good question. Good question. What has a drag queen done that makes you say, you know what? I want my little kid to look up to this person. For one thing, kids should never actually see this, but let's go move on. Other than put on makeup and, and jump on the floor and writhe around and do sexual things on stage. I have absolutely no idea why you would want that to influence your child. Would you want a stripper or a porn star to influence your child? Well, that may be the next thing right there. Remember when um, the whole uh, gay marriage thing came up? And it was just, hey, they they just want to get married. Let them get married. Let them get married. And then we've seen the slippery slope come towards children now. It's real. It, it makes no sense at all. A drag queen performs in a nightclub for adults. There is a lot of filth that goes on. A lot of sexual stuff that Listen goes on. This. And backstage, there's a lot of nudity, sex, and drugs. Okay, wow. so I don't think that this is a, a, an avenue you would want your child to explore. They could explore dressing up at home like we all did, like all gay boys did. We all dressed at home and we had a great time. We had a great time with our girlfriends, putting on makeup, trying on clothes, things like that. But to actually get them involved in drag is extremely, extremely irresponsible on your part. And I understand you might want to look like you're with it, that you're cool, that you're woke, that you're not a Nazi, that you're not a homophobe, whatever, whatever it may be. But you can raise your child to be just a normal, regular, everyday child without including them in gay, sexual things. And honestly, you're not doing the gay community any favors. In fact, you're hurting us, okay? We have already had a reputation of being pedophiles and being perverts and deviants. We don't need you to bring your children around. So you keep your kids at home or take them to Disneyland or take them to Chuck E. Cheese. But if you need your child to be entertained by a big human in a costume or in makeup, take them to the circus or something. When they turn 18, 
then why don't you take them to the clubs on their 18th birthday? Because it's an adult thing, okay? So don't ruin your child's life and don't ruin us because that's what you're doing. Well said right there, guys. Well said. There's no reason for uh, children to be exposed to this. Um, you heard what was said right there, that there's a bunch of drugs and sets going on at these uh, drag shows. And, but this is what the left wants. And I'm pretty sure this particular drag queen here will never be invited on any uh, leftist uh, network at all. But this is what the left wants. They want your children. Because they don't have kids, they have your kids. And this is absolutely disturbing, man. Uh, June is turned into a dumpster fire. I'm absolutely shocked at what children are being exposed to at these drag shows. I put up a members video on uh, blackandwhitenetwork.com. Grab a membership. Just starts at $5 per month. Link is in the description. Where this drag, well, not even a drag queen, really. It was um, a dude with, like, fake boobs with his butt hanging out, twerking, also around a police officer and right behind him with children, children. This is disturbing guys. This is disturbing. And it's pretty sad guys that, that a actual drag queen is actually making more sense than parents. I mean, parents want to be cool. They want to be woke. No, you're not supposed to be cool. You're supposed to be parents. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this black and white network fans? Let's so stick about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to Black and White Network, and we'll catch you next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. Twenty five percent off now. Black and White Network fans, we are back with another video and we're living in very, very strange times. Very strange times. Now, guys, throughout my whole entire life, there was no debate, no discussion whatsoever on what is a woman, what is a man. Everybody knew what a woman was. Everybody knew what a man was. But in the woke times, that's a question mark. At least two people on the left. They do not know what a woman is, and this includes people that are women. It's all because of wokeness. Wokeness is going to destroy humanity, folks. I truly do believe if the left gets their way, folks, in 20, 30 years, we will be going back about 500 years because we're going to have dumb people. Absolutely dumb people. Now, Miss Universe, you know, the um, the beauty pageant or whatever for women. At least it's supposed to be for women. But now apparently I guess they don't really uh, realize what a woman is, but they're still calling themselves Miss Universe. Miss is for females, for women. Well, guys, they put out a tweet. And folks, it is utterly insane. And it's probably just a complete virtue signal to say the truth. Check this out on Breitbart. Miss Universe insists not all people who menstruate are women. Yeah, this is the kind of clown world we're living in, folks. There has never been a man ever 
that's been able to menstruate. Why? Because we don't have the right equipment. We don't. We don't have ovaries. We don't have eggs. None of that. Women are the only ones that can menstruate. But we've seen uh, woke politicians, you know, like uh, Cori Bush, don't want to use the word women. They want to call them uh, menstruating people. And um, when it comes to breastfeeding, men, men can't actually um, produce milk. Women can. But, you know, they want to use woke terminology like uh, chest feeders, which I believe is very, very insulting to women. And women, you guys have better wake up. You, you're under attack. Not just in sports, but also, you know, the whole culture war thing in general. They're trying to replace you guys with uh, men who want to identify as women. Insane. Listen to this. Miss Universe is claiming that, quote, not all people who menstruate are women and shared inclusive language guidelines to his Twitter account on Tuesday, instructing the public to say people have periods, not women. Well, people is the wrong term. Women have periods. They have periods. Quote, you can see here, by the way, this is actually a post. Actually, I'm going to go over to Twitter instead. This is what they actually put out. Inclusive language is important, especially when speaking about periods. Thinking menstrual health is only a niche topic for women excludes transgender, non-binary and gender non-conforming people who have periods from the conversation. Hashtag menstrual equity. They're deranged. They are deranged. No man. No biological man can have a period in a story. But it, I find it kind of interesting, folks, because um, the first reply I see here. Check this out. It says, um, it says a uh, clown world gets a tiara. This is actually from the Miss Universe Twitter page. And it says Miss Universe exists to advocate for a future forged by women. So they're saying their, their contest is for women right there. But they're saying that inclusive language is important. Now, you don't have to believe me that that's what was actually on their um, Twitter page. If you click on it, bam, right there. Miss Universe exists to advocate for a future of forge uh, for a for, future forged by women with uh, courage to push the limits of what's possible. Yeah. But now they want a virtue signal and put out a woke post. About periods. Men cannot have periods. And you know what they're trying to do? They're really trying to influence the children because grown adults know this. They know the basic biology. Men do not have the equipment. I said it before, guys, the little boy in a kindergarten cop. He said boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. A five year old kid back in 1990 in kindergarten cop. Knew the difference between a man and a woman or a male and female. He knew the difference. But now the woke leftists out there, they're trying to manipulate everything. Miss Universe probably should actually um, change the name of their, um, their beauty pageant contest to be more inclusive. Then get, get rid of the word miss. Miss is for women. It's for women. My goodness, man. I'm stunned that I'm actually making this video. I really am stunned. 
that um, I'm making this video. But, you know, that um, this universe has now had biological men competing um, in their 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 uh, contest. It even says here. Last year, Cataluna Enriquez, a biological male who identifies as a woman, won the title of Miss Nevada, USA, and went on to become the first ever transgender Miss USA contest because they want to replace women. They want to do this. Women's beauty pageants are not the only uh, place for biological males um, are beginning to conquer. Transgender models, Valentina Sampawa and Lena Bloom have both appeared in Sports Illustrated's annual swimsuit issue. Now celebrity bit brother and transgender model Jessica Alves is vying to become to be on the cover of a uh, Playboy magazine following a Brazilian butt lift surgery. Yeah. And uh, Rose did a video on that. That person looks weird. Doesn't even look like a human being to tell you the truth. It looks like a cartoon character. This is insane, guys. Completely insane. I'm going to say it again. Only women, biological women, can have periods. End of story. Men, you can't. But these leftists, they want, they want, they actually want to say otherwise. They want to confuse you and confuse your children. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. Black and White Network fans, we are back with another video. We're going to be talking about Elon Musk here in this video. Elon Musk seems to be public enemy number one to the left. Elon Musk used to vote Democrat until recently. He came out and said that he voted Republican. And also he moved from uh, California to Texas because California is a leftist dumpster fire. And Elon Musk woke up and the left, they hate him. They probably hate him. Probably even more so right now than Donald Trump, even though Elon Musk is not a politician. Well, ever since Elon Musk said that um, he was going to be buying Twitter and mainly that he was actually voting Republican. Oh, leftists have lost their mind. They have. And he said that the attacks would come. And they have folks. So even some of his woke employees over there at SpaceX, which is headquartered in California, they decided to actually pin a letter slamming Elon Musk. And it, and it didn't, did not go over very well for them because now guys check this out. Elon Musk's SpaceX fires at least five over a critical letter. So the number could actually be more. These people are no longer employed by SpaceX and they shouldn't be. This is on Reuters here. Uh, let's read this private rocket company. SpaceX fired at least five employees after they found they had drafted and circulated a letter criticizing founder Elon Musk 
and urging executives to make the firm's culture more inclusive. Two people familiar with the matter said SpaceX did not immediately respond to a Reuters request for comment. The New York Times reported on Thursday that SpaceX had fired employees associated with the letter, citing three employees with knowledge of the situation. It had not detailed the number of employees who had been dismissed. And it's not that they just penned a letter. It seems like they were trying to bully other employees as well. It says here, SpaceX um, president uh, Gwen Shotwell sent an email saying the company had investigated and terminated a number of employees involved with the letter. The New York Times said the newspaper said Shotwell's email said employees involved with circulating the letter had been fired from making other staff feel uncomfortable, intimidated and bullied and or angry because the letter pressured them to sign on to something that did not reflect their views. But this is what the left does. When it comes to leftists, you have to bend to their will or they're going to go after you. Boy, Reuters did not um, immediately confirm that report. Billionaire Musk is pursuing a $44 billion bid for Twitter and has made clear his support of freer controls on speech on the site. On Thursday, he told Twitter employees the platform should allow, quote, pretty outrageous things as long as the content is not illegal. In other words, you know, you should be able to say whatever you want to say about politics on there and not be canceled. The SpaceX letter headed, quote, an open letter to the executives of SpaceX, seen by Reuters, called Musk a distraction and embarrassment to the company founded. Wow. In a list of three demands, so they're demanding things here. It said SpaceX must swiftly and explicitly separate itself from Elon's personal brand, hold all leadership equally accountable to making SpaceX a greater place to work for everyone and define and uniformly respond to all forms of unacceptable behavior. Now, what unacceptable behavior are they talking about? Is it that Elon Musk um, did not vote Democrat? I believe that's what they meant by unacceptable behavior. Elon Musk wanted wanted uh, Twitter to be free. I believe they don't like that either. These leftists, they hate all that. They really do. Musk, also head of electronic automaker Tesla, has been in the headlines and featured in late night comedy monologues in recent months, including over his quest to take over Twitter. His criticism of Democrats. There we go. And a reported allegation of sexual harassment, which Musk has denied any Twitter posts, because when he said he was coming out to vote for um. Republicans, he knew that the attacks would come, and that's exactly what happened, man. But these woke employees, they're no longer employed over there. Because when it comes to the left, man, you cannot negotiate with the left. That's why I said those um ten Republicans or whatever that um one um that actually uh, voted with um socialist democrats on uh, taking taking away your gun rights, yeah. It will never be enough for them. You cannot Negotiate with leftists. That's why they are leftists. It is their way of the highway and they get triggered so easily. Man, I don't know. Maybe Elon Musk actually move uh, space sets out of California. Maybe will. maybe it move it to Houston. You know, Houston um, is space city. NASA's here. Uh, that kind of thing. But uh, definitely um, don't. I wouldn't bring those California people over because you can you can see. They probably do align with uh, with socialists and 
over here in Texas. We're not about that. Okay. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. Black and White Network fans, we are back with another video. We're going to be talking about CNN's Brian Stelter. Man, it's been a complete disaster over there at CNN. Fredo's gone. Jeff Zucker's gone. A lot of shady people over there at CNN. They've lost a lot of credibility. Uh, CNN Plus only lasted about three weeks and then it got shut down. CNN is going under badly. It's going under fast, folks. I don't believe that CNN is going to be able to last long term. Now, there is new management over there. And we'll have to see what actually uh, happens with new management. Apparently, they want to really kind of clean up um, CNN going all in for Democrats. They want them to be neutral and just report the news. But CNN is so much into fake news now. I don't know if they can actually recover. Well, that brings us to uh, Brian Stelter. He is the host of um, Reliable Sources, which is actually really unreliable sources because it's fake news. Well, his show is in the gutter. And folks, I do mean in the gutter. It is absolute trash. Check this out on the New York Post. Brian Stelter's Reliable Sources on CNN draws Lowest ratings since 2019. Wow. This is eye opening right here, folks. And the numbers are pretty horrible because on black and white sports, more people actually watch summer eye videos over there than Brian Stelter. This is how bad it is. Now, we're just a small YouTube channel, 151,000 subs over there. And we have videos to get way more views than him. It says here, though. CNN's media centric show Reliable Sources, hosted by Brian Stelter, had its worst rated episode since September 2019. Stelter's show logged just 580,000 last Sunday and a mere 73,000 viewers in the all important 25 to 54 year old demographic. Fox News reported. The show lost 13% of the total audience and it marked Stelter's smallest audience since September uh, 15th, 2019. So in the key demo, 73,000. Folks, we have 100,000 view videos over there. And for the most part, it's going to it's going to actually be in this key demo right here. And we have no budget. He has the backing of CNN and he is failing badly. And it's not just him. Don't get me wrong. CNN as a whole is going down and going down in flames. It says here. 
Media Buzz, which airs at, at the same time as Fox News, averaged 1.4 million total viewers and 189,000 in the 25 to 24 demo. So they have like well over double Brian Stelter. That's just destroying him. Um, it says uh, crushing Stelter show, which has been under a microscope since Chris Light, CNN's new boss, took the helm in May. Light, who succeeded Jeff Zucker as president after a slew of scandals at the network, has not only been tasked with amping up CNN's ratings, but also focusing the network show on fat based reporting and less on opinion. Now, according to CNN, you know, they're supposed to be all about facts, even though they do opinion pieces. Now, we don't even hide it here on this channel, folks. We do opinion stuff. You know, we give our opinions. This is what we do. But CNN is supposed to be an unbiased news source, and they're clearly not. They're nothing more than a media outlet for the Democrat Party. And they engage in a bunch of lies. And it's so bad for Brian Stelter that he actually may be fired. Look at this. It says source Stelter is, quote, down to weeks, if not days. Left at CNN. They go on. He is everything that reminds the new owners of the Zucker era that desperately wants to get past more to come. And I do believe, folks, he's probably going to be out the door. I mean, these ratings are pathetic. I mean, why would they even want to invest in somebody like Brian Stelter, who nobody likes? Nobody watched this show. This is a disaster. According to a recent Axios report, Light is evaluating whether CNN staffers can adjust to the new approach. Anyone who doesn't fall in line could be ousted, according to the report. Now, that could be actually be a whole bunch of people over there at CNN, including one Brian Stelter. Because they they have gone so much into opinionated journalism. I don't know how you can actually reel these people back in. The report did not mention whether any specific CNN anchors were under particular scrutiny, but it did note that Stelter and Jim Acosta were among the personalities whose left-leaning viewpoints have drawn the ire of conservatives. Quote to conservative critics, some on-air personalities like Jim Acosta and Brian Stelter have become the face of the network's liberal shift, Atios wrote. Prior to Light's arrival, CNN's new corporate parent, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, pulled the plug on CNN Plus in April, just a month after the expensive streaming service was launched. Stelter's daily version of Reliable Sources was among the shows canceled as a result of CNN Plus being dropped. Man, this is not good for one Brian Stelter. I truly do believe that his days are numbered, and it should be. The man is not good at what he does. He's not. I mean, think of this, folks. Fox News gets more liberals watching them than liberals actually watching CNN. This is how much of a disaster it is over there at CNN. And Brian Stelter, my goodness, terrible, absolute terrible. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and we'll catch you next time.
Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. Black and White Network fans, we are back with another video in 2024. Cannot get here soon enough. We're still a little over two years and four months away from the 2024 election. Now, I do predict that uh, Joe Biden will not be the nominee for the Democrats. The Democrats have a lot of problems for who they're actually going to put in front of um, if it's Trump or if it's DeSantis. Boy, they're going to have to find somebody. And I don't think they have anybody. I do think the uh, the Nets uh, president is most likely going to be a Republican because we have seen the damage that Joe Biden and his uh, Socialist Democrat Party has, have actually done. And they have been turning off, you know. Everyday liberals and Elon Musk, he said that um he had always voted for Democrats in the past. And he came out and said that he would vote for a Republican for the first time. And he did that the other day. Now he's weighed in on 2024. And this is actually who he is considering voting for in 2024. And it is not a Democrat. Over here on Fox News. Ron DeSantis quips about Elon Musk's 2024 support. I welcome support from African-Americans. Now, of course, Elon Musk is an African-American. He's a white man. But he is an African-American. He is from South Africa. And I know that Ron DeSantis was uh, trying to make a joke, but hey, it's true. Elon Musk is an African-American. And by the way, folks, I didn't even know this. I just found out about this. When Ron DeSantis uh, ran for governor, he barely won an election, but he got 14 percent of the black vote in Florida. And I do believe that Ron DeSantis, man, he is coming. Now, I'm a Trump guy. I really am. But if Trump doesn't win, there is no doubt about it. Ron DeSantis is the man. And I believe that he can actually get a lot of the uh, black vote. And the Democrats, if they keep going the way that they're going, they're going to get destroyed. They're going to get destroyed in the midterms here, folks. Because look at this. While the country is suffering from uh, high gas prices and um, inflation run amok, Democrats are more concerned about identity politics. Look at this. This is from um, today. Top Democrats back more gender neutral bathrooms on Capitol Hill. Yes, this is what Democrats are more concerned about than you suffering from inflation and high gas prices. And of course, today, Biden, he went after oil and gas companies. You know, he's been blaming Putin for inflation and high gas prices. Now, today, he actually attacked oil and gas companies. He is taking no responsibility whatsoever. But that's another story. I digress. Let's read some of this, guys. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said Wednesday that he welcomes the support of the world's richest man after Tesla CEO uh, Elon Musk revealed that he likes DeSantis's odds in the 2024 presidential election. Now, if Trump wins, 
Well, I should say if Trump actually runs in 2024, which I believe there's a 99% chance that he will, Ron DeSantis is not beating Donald Trump in a primary. I mean, if you just look at all of the candidates that Trump has endorsed, I believe Trump's record in these primaries is something like 112 and 8. Trump is the Republican Party. The only way DeSantis gets the nomination is if Donald Trump doesn't um, run. But uh, this is what uh, Elon Musk, actually um, Ron DeSantis said about uh, Elon Musk and his support here. Elon Musk. So what I would say, um, you know, I'm focused on 2022, uh, but with Elon Musk, what I would say is, you know, I welcome support from African-Americans. What can I say? <laughs> I really like how Ron DeSantis, he is the best governor in the country. He is by far, I believe, the best active politician in this country. And you're seeing a lot of Republicans, you know, try to follow the lead of Ron DeSantis. But I do believe that uh, Florida needs Ron DeSantis really, you know, for after his term is over. I believe he needs to focus on running again because Florida is not completely a red state. Texas is still more red than um, Florida. And uh, he almost lost to Andrew Gillum. You know, the guy that was actually caught in bed naked with him. Well, we're not going to go there. It was close. It was close. But it says Musk, who is white, but was born in South Africa, said on Twitter Wednesday morning that he is leaning towards DeSantis in the next presidential election. But his vote is still to be determined. Now, I have no doubt about it, guys, that um, that, that Elon Musk is going to vote Republican. He's going to do it. Who did the Democrats have? They have nobody. And folks, we've talked about uh, Joe Biden's um, approval rating. You guys know that Kamala Harris's um, approval rating is even worse. She is completely incompetent and she's way younger. I believe Kamala Harris is only like um, 57. Uh, Beijing Biden is actually going to be 80 years old. And he's talking about running again. Man, I don't think the Democrats are going to allow this man to run. I really I really don't think they're going to allow him to run. We have seen the damage that um, Biden has done by pandering to the socialists in his party. And these socialists aren't really traditional Democrats, but they have the most influence over the party. When you're talking about a, um, an AOC, uh, Rashida Tlaib, those kind of people, they're socialists, not really traditional Democrats. But it says here, the tech entrepreneur also predicted a massive red wave in the midterm elections later this year and said he voted on Tuesday for Republican uh, Myra Flores in a special election for Texas's 34th district congressional district uh, Flores won, won comfortably flipping a historically blue seat in one of the most Latino districts in the United States. Now that 34th district votes in the last 100 years, you know how many Republicans Republicans actually got elected zero. This is historic votes, historic must said last month that he has voted overwhelmingly for Democrats in the past, but he was shifting his support to Republicans in the future. DeSantis, who is up for re-election in Florida this year, has deflected questions about making a bid for the White House in 2024, but is widely rumored to be considering a run. Now, folks, I do believe that DeSantis is going to win comfortably in his election. Like I said, this man is the best governor in the United States of America. Even the socialists who crush him, like AOC, 
They love going down to Florida and vacationing. Don Lemon, they love Florida. They love free states. But they have to virtue signal and say that um, Ron Santos is doing a bad job. Deep down inside, guys, I believe that they love Florida. They really do, but they'll never, never admit it. Um, says here, he has already raised more than $100 million uh, this election cycle, dwarfing fundraising totals of his leading Democratic challengers. I don't even know who his challengers are, to tell you the truth. I believe they have no shot because Ron DeSantis is, man, he is coming. He's coming, guys. But um, what do you think it is? What do you guys think of Elon Musk throwing his support behind Ron DeSantis for 2024? Now, if DeSantis is not the Republican nominee, will Elon Musk actually vote for Donald Trump? I believe that he will. I truly do believe that Elon Musk will vote for uh, Donald Trump. Now, Elon Musk came from California to Texas for a reason. And I've been telling people from California, you you left California for a reason. So don't vote like you did in California. Elon Musk, he learned his lesson. He's decided to stop voting for these morons in the Democrat Socialist Party. You might as well have just stayed in California if that was the case. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and we'll catch you next time. Black and white network supporters. Make sure you check out the black and white network merchandise store link in the description. Use promo code USA first, all one word USA first, all one word 25% off now. Black and White Network fans, we are back with another video and we're going to be talking about David Hogg here in this video. I don't believe I've actually made too many videos on this guy. He is um, one of the uh, Parkland survivors and it's absolutely terrible what happened at his high school when he was actually um, in high school mass shooting. But guys, he's an adult now. He is an adult and I believe he's 22 years old now. He is definitely super duper woke. He is the quintessential white liberal slash progressive. This dude is so woke, man. He is completely off of his rocker when it comes to uh, guns. He is. But now, guys, he was actually um giving a speech the other day and. Uh, he started bringing in race. Because, you know, the woke, uh, the woke left, everything is about race. Now, David Hogg is a white man. He's a white man. He believes in white privilege. And, you know, just uh, us black people here, you know what? We need the white liberal to help us out. This is the way that he thinks. And folks, I must say, if you listen to David Hogg and you're a black person, he is just putting you in danger. Check this out, guys, over here on Breitbart. David Hogg putting more cops in schools may endanger non-white students. I'm going to repeat that again. David Hogg putting more cops in schools may endanger non-white students. Now, how is it 
that you put good police officers in schools to put it into these mass shootings that it's going to endanger non uh, white students. This doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So David Hogg, I guess he's under the assumption, you know, that um, police officers, they just want to go out there and, uh, and harm non-white people. In my case, black people, that is not the case. That's not the case. I do believe folks, if you put police officers armed in these schools, that they can actually help save more lives. But of course, you know, the white liberals, they despise the police, you know, the whole defund the police thing. Yeah. That, that actually fell pretty badly in these liberal cities to where they actually had to go out there and recruit people to become police officers. Because when you want to defund the police and abolish the police and you actually do it, crime goes up. So David Hogg, not the kind of person that I would actually listen to. Let's listen to some of this foolishness that he had to say here. And he spoke for almost uh, almost 30 minutes. This is a 27 minute video, but around the 1721 mark, he makes this idiotic statement. Let's roll it. First responders need to be the last resort and not the first to saving our kids from gun violence. Because the reality is putting more cops in schools hasn't worked and it won't because it only is going to keep. Let's think about who actually is made more safe by that, but also realize that putting more cops in schools actually may be a form of endangering our students as well. Putting cops in schools is endangering the students. That doesn't make any sense, but let's keep going. For the students that don't have the privilege of having my skin color. No. So he has white privilege. So he means to tell me if you put the police officer in um, the schools, the police are only going to protect the white students. This doesn't make any sense, guys. And it, it seems like to me that David Hogg um, seems like he he thinks of himself as a uh, white supremacist. He's more supreme because the police are going to only protect him. This doesn't make sense. Or the fact that I am a, an American citizen. Yeah. We need to stop these shooters before they get on campus and stop endangering the lives of our first responders, our students and teachers, because people on Capitol Hill don't want to do their job. Okay, guys. There's so much that I can actually say about this. But David Hall, this is the white liberal mindset right here. If you are a black person, I'm speaking, speaking as a black person right now, you listen to him. I don't know one black person that actually believes that if you put police officers in the schools to stop mass shootings, that it's going to endanger black people. Now, ladies and gentlemen, what if you actually put a black police officer in the school? You mean to tell me that that black police officer is only going to save the white students? David Hall believes that. He believes that, but this is the way white liberals think. They really do think that they need to save black people when they're doing nothing more than endangering black people. Th this is insane, man. I, 
I'm, I'm, I was absolutely stunned when um when I heard this. Now, it reads here. He didn't claim, quote, putting more cops in schools hasn't worked. He cited two examples to bolster his viewpoint. First, he pointed to the armed officer who stood outside Parkland instead of entering, even as the attack was carried out. Then he made claims about the police response to Uvalde. Hawk did not mention the numerous times armed resource officers have saved lives on campuses. Of course, they're not going to do that. For example, on December 13, 2013, an 18-year-old with a shotgun entered Denver area Arapoho High School and had to face the fact that an armed resource officer was coming for him. The Denver Post noted that the resource officer was a deputy sheriff who, uh, hearing a gunshot, ran towards the gunman. As the resource officer officer closed in, the attacker took his own life, ending the attack. The Arapaho attack lasted 80 seconds. The Sandy Hook Elementary attack where there was no armed officer lasted over nine minutes. Yeah. If you put trained professionals in schools. Now, guys, I was in the military. We ran drills. It was actually called... um. If I'm not mistaken, I've been out the military since uh, 2004 force protection drills where we actually ran scenarios where we actually had to protect certain things. I'm pretty sure police do something similar to that. But David Hogg, man. He's he's a moron. He is a moron. And. Another uh, girl, a girl that actually um, was in was in school with him also as well. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Emma, Emma Hernandez, if I'm not mistaken. Now she wants to be non-binary, calling herself Etz Hernandez. She's pretty woke too. She's a Latina. And I, yes, I am calling her the she because she is a, a she, but she wants to be like non-binary, XYZ, that kind of thing. She was also speaking and she made it all about, you know, the alphabet stuff. So they were getting way off track on some of this stuff, man. And actually a girl in the crowd yelled out, you go girl. And then she said back, well, I'm not a girl. Yeah. See, they, they're going completely bananas, folks, completely bananas. But David Hawk, this is insane. That police are actually going to be more of a danger to non-white students. Well, what if. In this case, you know, like the Uvalde shooter, the Uvalde shooter wasn't even white. He was more of a danger to those students in that school and 21 people lost their lives. It wasn't a white police officer. What about the uh, the subway uh, uh, guy in New York? He was black. Now, the white supremacist was actually in Buffalo. But, uh, you know, woke liberals like uh, David Hogg. Really don't want to talk about all of that. But what do you guys think of this? What do you guys think of David Hogg saying that white police officers or police police officers in general are going to endanger non-white students? Folks, I believe that police officers, for the most part, 99.9% of the time, are going to protect all students, regardless of, of uh, color. Because David Hogg, being a white liberal, he sees skin color everywhere.
That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. Black and White Network fans, we are back with another video. And we're going to be talking about Christina Aguilera here in this video. She was actually performing at um, a L.A. Gay Pride. You know, this is Pride Month. And these people, man, they want your children. They want your children exposed to very, very disturbing things in the classroom and on the street. I watched uh, several videos of... um what's happening at uh, these pride parades and some of the imagery is very, very disgusting. Now the people that I know that are a part of the alphabet community, I don't believe they would actually be going for this. I don't believe that they would want little children to be exposed to nudity out there on the street. And you parents that actually bring your kids to um, these parades, you should be ashamed of yourselves. It is absolutely disgusting what is going on. But the mainstream media is perfectly okay with exposing your children to these things. People in Hollywood, uh, you even got some uh, woke athletes. I actually uh, put up a video yesterday on the uh, sports channel about uh, Stan Van Gundy. He's upset that um, some people don't want their kids to go to drag shows. Yeah. Children should not be exposed to this stuff. But these leftists are doing that. Well, that brings us to uh, Christina Aguilera here performing at L.A. Pride. And guys, there's video of what we're actually going to be talking about, but I cannot show it on YouTube. There's no doubt about it that the uh, video will be get demonetized and um, suppressed by YouTube. So we're not going to do that. But the title of this article here on the Daily Wire says it all, folks. Look at this. Christina Aguilera wear, wear strap-on dildo. For L.A. Pride performance slams parental rights bill. This woman here, 41 years old. Is performing at L.A. Pride. And you know, there's kids there. You know, there's kids there. She was wearing this green outfit here, and I cannot show you what she was wearing below the waist. This is not appropriate to be wearing in public, especially with children around. Let's read some of this. Christina Aguilera had a number of costume changes during her performance at L.A. Pride. But none are getting more attention than the one which included a giant green dildo strap on. The 41 year old pop star performed several of her retro hits during the event, which took place at um, Los Angeles State Historic Park over the weekend. Aguilera showed off all all the colors of the rainbow by donning a, a red uh, PVC vinyl outfit for Dirty, a neon green and yellow uh, buster for Bionic, a yellow showgirl number for Lady uh, 
Marilandi. I don't know all of her songs, by the way. A blue for uh, blue fur shrug while covering Britney Spears toxic. A pink bodysuit for flamingos doing a car wash and colorful pride uh, flag guard for beautiful. The outfit getting the most attention, however, is her green structured uh, breastplate molded molded with muscles, completed with a bedazzled strap on dildo. The singer performed her hit um, triplets along with uh, Kim Petras while wearing the controversial outfit. She and Petras both fondled and stroked their. Oh, OK, you know what they're getting at right here. They played with the thing while they were singing. And I'm pretty sure that there were kids there. This is very, very inappropriate here. And this is one of several clips here. That I cannot play at all. But man. It says reactions on social media were mixed. Quote, is that what pride is about? One Twitter user asked in response to the video. Quote, I'm curious to know how many gay folks are proud of that display. Speak out. Let everyone know that being gay does not mean being lewd and lavacious in public. If it does, then I would draw my support and I bet I'm not alone. Someone else replied. Midway through the performance, Aguilera left the stage to play a video montage denouncing Florida's parental rights and education bill which credits dubbed the Don't Say Gay Bill. The legislation prevents discussion of sexual orientation and gender identity in K through public uh, school classrooms. So she is slamming because the people in Florida don't want their children exposed to disgusting things like that. Christine Aguilera. Exposing to all kind of sexual deviancy in public. This is why the parental rights and education bill exists. But a 40 year old, 41 year old woman wants kindergartners through third grade kids to be exposed to this stuff. Obviously she does because she was actually wearing that out in public. Doing a performance. This disgusting behavior, folks, disgusting behavior. Oh, my goodness. Before her performance, Aguilera reflected on her status as a, quote, gay icon. Quote, I'm all about people standing up for what they believe in, which is why I believe the LGBTQ plus community feels connected to me. She wrote, we've all come from uh, struggle. We've all had to fight to be heard. She said in a letter shared with people. I feel safe with. LGBTQ fans to express myself however I want, whether it be through a huge ballot or something uh, super sensual because they appreciate it all, she said. I get to be as colorful and loud as I want to be. They're my people. But folks, like I said before, the uh, people of the alphabet community I met, I don't believe they will be uh, doing this kind of stuff in public. Not the ones that I know. But these people that go to pride parades, man, these are sexual deviants. These people are absolutely disgusting. And Christina Aguilera, you should be ashamed of yourself. You should be ashamed of yourself. You absolutely should be ashamed of yourself for wearing that in public, which I'm pretty sure 
that our kids were around for that. But you know what? They're trying to make this the norm. They are. They're definitely trying to make this the norm. I mean, even at uh, baseball stadiums, they want to have drag shows. And then that was actually the uh, Milwaukee Brewers, if I'm not mistaken. And then they uh, they were going to make it public. Then they made it uh, 21 and over. They want your children to see all of this. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. I'm back. Rodrance for the Black and White Network. Well, we kind of knew this was going to happen. Florida's governor, Ron DeSantis, has had some big wins lately. He's passed a lot of good laws down there in Florida. Of course, the two big ones he's got on his resume is, of course, taking on COVID head first, face first, right in the face of all the Democrats. The woke mainstream media went nuts. They lost it. I mean, somehow... Fighting against the uh, Anthony Fauci-led protocols of COVID makes you a racist. But yeah, that that shit happened. And then you had, uh, well, actually, he had two more really large ones, too. Of course, Disney, taking on Disney as part of the education, parental rights and education bill that he was, uh, that he was trying to get passed and got passed that keeps uh, woke gender ideology out of schools. In the grades K through third, again, I will contend it's got no business at any grade level in public schools. That's my opinion. Uh, so, anyway, he's he was going up to attend an event to speak in an event in New York City. And this has drawn fire from, as you can figure, New York Democrats and LGBTQ elemental P activists. And look, part of this is the fear of 2024. This is the fear of 2024 because there's multiple things that can happen here. And none of it's good for the Democrats, provided there's no election shenanigans. There's two things. Neither one of them's good. One is Donald Trump runs, wins. Number two, Donald Trump decides not to run. Ron DeSantis runs and wins. Or Donald Trump runs for president. Ron DeSantis is the vice president. And this is the perfect storm against the Democrats. Trump wins. And then Ron DeSantis is the president for the next eight years after Trump's four years. And we've got 12 years of strong conservative leadership. And I can't think, <laughs> I can't think of a better scenario. So there's a lot of fear going on. We're seeing now the New York Times is saying, oh, no. Oh, no. Democrats are secretly talking behind closed doors. They don't want Biden to run. What's well, because he can't win. He's going to get destroyed. A group, of, and this is the Daily Wire, a group of elected New York Democrats and LGBTQ P activists gathered at Chelsea Piers in New York City to protest Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis' 
appearing at a conference on Sunday. Demonstrators held signs and banners calling for a boycott of the location, opposing the governor's recent signing of the Parental Rights and Education Bill that bans instruction regarding sexual orientation and gender identity from kindergarten through third grade. And I guess this is some of the pictures from said event. New York State Democratic Senator Brad Holman also took to Twitter to express his concerns over the event. As hashtag LBG, LBGBTQ, my God, these folks, LGBTQ elected officials, we demand at Chelsea Pierce NYC cancel the event with Don't Say Gay Governor Florida Governor Ron DeSantis during Pride Month 2022 in Chelsea, the heart of our community. And there is the sign right there. It's a sports entertainment complex. It's an entire section in, uh, in that particular New York area. The event was hosted by a Jewish group called Tikva Fund, according to the New York Post. Local polls also who attended the Sunday demonstration included U.S. Representative Carolyn Maloney, State Senator Brad Holman, Assemblywoman Yuline Nguyen, and Lieutenant Governor Contender Anna Maria Arshila, the outlet noted. In addition to protesting DeSantis over the parental rights and education law, some argued that the governor should not be speaking at the event during Pride Month. Chelsea Pierce released a statement on Friday noting its opposition to the governor's policies, though it continued to host the event. Over the past 24 years, Pier 60 has hosted hundreds of influential and notable events that span the spectrum of social and political issues. See, that's the thing. We can host all kinds of events as, all, as long as it aligns with leftist policy, leftist ideals. The woke mob is okay with it. If this was the other way around, they'd be perfectly fine. We know what we we know what they mean. Uh, uh, hundreds of across the political spectrum. Their issue is this doesn't uh, align with their particular ideals. Pier sixty has never controlled the content program or speakers at an event, according to the statement. Having said that, we could not disagree more strongly with many of Ron DeSantis' actions in office. One response to abhorrent behavior is to counter it with positive action, according to Pier 60, will directly direct every dollar it receives from Tikva to groups that protect LGBTQ plus communities and foster and amplify debates about LGBTQ plus issues. Dis despite the vocal group of protesters outside the venue on Sunday, the popular DeSantis has continued to grow among many Americans. DeSantis was included on one of Time Magazine's 100 most in Influential People list released in May. I'm shocked they put him on there. They are very a very leftist media now. The Daily Wire recently reported that the 2024 presidential election straw poll conducted at the Western Conservative Summit in Colorado found that 71% approve of a DeSantis 2024 run, putting the Florida governor more than three points ahead of Trump. Meanwhile, that survey found that no other candidate had even drawn 30%. And yeah, there was a poll in Wisconsin as too, too as well uh, that had DeSantis 
uh, over Trump. However, there's some other polls that have DeSantis behind Trump. So it's kind of all over the place. Honestly, even with the people I know that, that vote right, they're pretty, pretty split between the two right now, um, which is a concern, frankly. I'm a little worried about the party splitting over these two. Uh, so I don't know. I, I, I think when push comes to shove, everybody will v- vote one of the other. We know how this goes. And I think either one of them can beat Joe Biden or whoever else runs. Look, the, the Democrats are have a dumpster fire going right now. Um, but I think this I think this is funny that that these senators get involved here, these Democrats get involved, these activists. DeSantis has put them on notice. He has put them on notice. He is going to respect the morals and values of traditional uh, family units. That's just that's just what he's going to do. He's going to put uh, the ideals that America was built on. He's going to put that first. Okay, and he's made that clear. His policies reflect that. And these people are scared of DeSantis now. Okay, he's he's coming one way or another. Whether it's 2024 or 2028, DeSantis is going to be president of the United States at some point in this country. Democrats might as well just get ready for that. No, no amount of protesting is going to stop that. Uh, DeSantis is coming, and I think they're very fearful of him. Very much so. And, uh, you know, i got to be honest with you. By and large, even as these groups come after him, he tends to ignore a lot of it. It just becomes white noise to him. You know, he'll direct he'll he'll directly uh, make a statement on an issue and reveal what his plan is, but he doesn't get into many feuds over this stuff. Okay, um, although he has been sniping at Biden directly more and more lately, and I do think that that has got something to do with a potential run as well. He's priming the pump one way or another, either as vice president or president. We'll find out, I guess. But again, it's, it's funny. It's funny. We'll, we'll, we're not canceling the event. We'll take the money that we got paid to host the event here, and we'll give it to these, uh, these other entities. Uh, but we're not getting rid of DeSantis. So, that tells you even this facility understands that landing him as a speaker is a big damn deal. They took that money, didn't they? Funny how that works. Tell me what you think, Black and White Network supporters. Peace, I'm out. Till next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. I'm back. Rudrance for the Black and White Network. If you're new to the channel, make sure you hit subscribe. Punch the like button, and as always, thank you guys and gals for watching. Let's talk about Starbucks. Yeah, the woke Starbucks company. Um, I don't get Starbucks anymore. Uh, I don't 
guess I know anybody personally that actually still does. Uh, at least nobody that I know that it, I'm just going to keep it real that votes right. They quit. They quit buying Starbucks a long time ago, uh, because frankly, none of their ideals, generally speaking, have matched up with you know law-abiding citizens, patriots, uh, and uh, conservative individuals. I mean, I'm just keeping it real here. And um, even at that, it did not stop the woke mob from being activated on Twitter. It was, I believe, either last year or the year before that a couple of black men went into a Starbucks to use the bathroom. I think the cops were called on them because they didn't buy anything. And this became this massive deal. The woke mob came after Starbucks, and Starbucks bent the knee and, and literally passed a policy stating that anybody, whether they were to purchase something or not, could come in and just use their bathroom. And essentially what happened across the nation was that Starbucks became a public toilet. <laughs> Literally. Well, Starbucks, their little open-minded bathroom policy looks like it is going to end. Why? Well, just what, what you would think. Safety issues. Yeah, you probably shouldn't just say anybody can come into my store and use the bathroom without ever purchasing anything. Can you imagine some of the crap you're going to get slithering into your store to use the bathroom to leave? I'm just saying, sometimes when somebody knows they're going to pay $7 for a damn coffee, it can weed out some of the uh, unrulies. Let's put it that way. Starbucks may end its bathroom policy that was enacted after a nation national boycott. The CEO cites safety issues. The blaze. Who could have predicted this? Question mark. Starbucks CEO Howard Schultz said last week the coffee chain may end its policy allowing the general public to use its bathrooms. While speaking at a forum hosting, hosted by the New York Times last Thursday... Schultz disclosed that one of the biggest problems that facing Starbucks is employees today is mental health and store safety. Quote, we serve 100 million people at Starbucks, and there is an issue of just safety in our stores. In terms of people coming in who use our stores as a public bathroom, and we have to provide a safe environment for our people and our customers, Schultz explained. You should always want to provide a safe environment for the people that work for you and the people that actually shop and pay you money. Plain and simple. That should be your priority. One and two. Quote, we have hardened our stores and provide safety for our people. He explained, adding, I don't know if we can keep our bathrooms open. <laughs> God, sometimes these companies get exactly what they deserve. Starbucks announced in 2018 that bathrooms inside its coffee shops across the country would be open for anyone to use whether or not they are paying customers. Look what the cat drug in. Quote, we don't want to become a public bathroom, but we're going to make the right decision 100% of the time and give people the key, Schultz said at the time, because we don't want anyone, anyone at Starbucks to feel as if we're not giving you access to a bathroom because 
you are less than. In other words, they tried to get ultra-woke, and this is what happened, by the way. The company enacted the policy after two black men were denied use of a Starbucks bathroom in Philadelphia. The men never ordered anything. When they did not leave the shop, an employee called the police, and the men were arrested for trespassing. No criminal charges were filed against them, and they eventually reached a settlement with Starbucks. Can you imagine? They were able to sue, or Starbucks just went so woke they decided to give them money. Still, the incident triggered a nationwide boycott of Starbucks. The wokes went after the wokes. Okay. After the incident, Starbucks forced its employees to attend intensive racial bias training, even closing all of its stores one day in late May 2018 for the training. Quote, I think it's fair to say that most people have some level of unconscious bias based on their own life experience, Schultz said of the training at the time. So there's going to be a lot of education about how we all grew up, how we see the world, and how we can get better. So, uh, so in other words, when they told these people that did not bother to purchase anything, I guess they went to the bathroom, came out, and just was lottering inside the store. And the employees asked them to leave, and when they wouldn't leave, they called the cops. And so these two black dudes decided to, I guess, pull the race card? Or if they didn't pull the race card, it got out in public. I think I remember. It got out in public, and it got in the media sphere, which, of course, then led to Twitter. And then the woke mob activated. And, yeah, they tried to do this nationwide boycott. And to be honest with you, I don't know that anybody actually boycotted uh, Starbucks based on that incident. I mean, if if I'm being real. Um, So... Anyway, they changed their policy and said, oh, well, anybody can use our facility as, as a damn uh, public bathroom, as a, as a porta potty You can just come in whether you want to pay anything, buy anything or not, and just, just use the bathroom. Well, of course, you're going to get, you're going to get, all right, you're going to get some scum of the earth come through there of all races and ethnicities. You are that's going to use the bathroom, and in turn, when you get certain elements coming slithering through there, you know, let's be honest here. I'm, you know, I'm gonna keep it real. When you get the street walker coming in, and she goes to the toilet, and then she comes out, do you think maybe the street walker poses a threat to people that are in there actually paying to eat and drink coffee and to your employees? Oh, wait, there comes her pimp. You get the point. Things can escalate very quickly. You know, I know that may seem extreme, but we know how this kind of thing can get out of hand. <laughs> and that's and that's exactly what Starbucks said. Well, you ain't gotta buy nothing. You can just come in and 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 and, and use the bathroom and I guess hang out, hang around, sit down. Your your patrons coming in, st- sitting at the at the front of the store, ordering. The creepy guy in the corners just staring at you. He's not not even buying anything. And this backfired, and evidently Starbucks, their employees, probably some patrons, started letting corporate know 
we don't feel safe to work here or, and or buy your products anymore because you've let anybody and their mama come in here to use the bathroom, whether they're going to pay or not. It, he said, because of safety. I mean, I think it's hilarious. You bent the knee to the woke mob, and it bit you in the ass, and now you've got to change your policy back. It was a policy for a reason to begin with. And, it, I mean, it's a slam-dunk policy. You want to use the bathroom? Okay. I mean, most people, look, very rarely does anybody truly run in and use the bathroom somewhere and not buy something. I mean, it does happen, but rarely, okay? Usually it's like, oh, I'm going to run to the bathroom. And then when I get done, I'm going to go ahead and buy Coke while I'm in here because I ain't needed to pee in 12 minutes. You get the point. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. Black and White Network fans, we are back with another video. And we're going to be doing a reaction video here today. Um, Malcolm X. Malcolm X warned black people about uh, voting for liberals, especially white liberals. Now, this video we're going to be reacting to today, man, 100% spot on here because Malcolm X addresses when it comes to white America, they're equally divided among political lines. But but black people tend to vote for Democrats at a 90 percent clip. And yet still, you're always complaining about you're not where you want to be. But black people have been voting for Democrat for the better part of 50 years at a 90 percent clip. And actually really kind of started with um, the New Deal uh, back during the uh, Roosevelt administration. But folks. If black people don't wake up now in today's age and um, stop voting for Democrats, I don't think there's going to be any hope because right now, 41 year high inflation, gas prices out of control. If you go out there and vote in the midterms for Democrats who have definitely gone so far left now, there is no hope. But uh, let's check out and see what Malcolm X had to say about black people voting for Democrats. 22 million black victims of Americanism are waking up and they're gaining a new political consciousness, becoming politically mature. And as they become, uh, develop this political maturity, they're able to see the recent trends in these uh, political elections. They see that the whites are so evenly divided that every time they vote, uh, the race is so close, they have to go back and count the votes all over again. And that, that, which means that any block, any minority that has a block of votes that stick together is in a strategic position. Either way you go, that's who gets it. You're, you're in a position to determine who go to the White House and who stay in the doghouse. You're the one who has that power. You can keep Johnson in 
Washington, D.C., or you can send him back to his Texas cotton patch. You're the one who sent Kennedy to Washington. You're the one who put the present Democratic administration in Washington, D.C. The whites were evenly divided. It was the fact that you threw 80% of your votes behind the Democrats that put the Democrats in the White House. So you got to realize he's speaking um, in the 1960s. The Democrats were controlling everything. They had a big majority in the House and in the Senate. And, of course, they had the, uh, the White House as well. Just keep that in mind. When you see this, you can see that the Negro vote is the key factor. And despite the fact that you are in a position to, de- to be the determining factor, what do you get out of it? The Democrats have been in Washington, D.C. only because of the Negro vote. They've been down there four years. And all other legislation they wanted to bring up, they brought it up and gotten it out of the way, and now they bring up you. And now they bring up you. You put them first, and they put you last. Because you're a chump. <laughs> Said they're chumps. Yeah, Democrats always want to come around and pander to black people when they need the votes. White people, I would say 50-50, Democrat, Republican, but black people, 90% clip. 90% clip. I said it before, guys. Black people have been voting for their own demise for decades. Decades. And I hope this video actually reaches out to some black people when it comes to uh, midterms. Say, hey, Malcolm X got a point here. Maybe I shouldn't be voting Democrat. A political chump. In Washington, D.C., in the House of Representatives, there are 257 who are Democrats. Only 177 are Republicans. Wow. In the Senate, there are 67 uh, Democrats. Only 33 are Republicans. The party that you backs controls two-thirds of the House of Representatives and the Senate, and still they can't keep their promise to you because you're a chump. <laughs> oh boy. Anytime you throw your weight behind a political party that controls two thirds of the government and that party can't keep the promise that it made to you during election time and you are dumb enough to walk around continuing to identify yourself with that party, you're not only a chump but you're a traitor to your race. <laughs> What kind of alibi do they come up with? They try and pass the buck to the Dixiecrats. Now, Now, in case you don't know what the Dixiecrats are, Dixiecrats are nothing more than Democrats, Southern Democrats. Um, They actually established their own party like in the late 1940s. And um, it was Democrats trying to run on uh, the state's rights uh, ticket. And after that party dissolved, they went back to being Democrats. During the days when you were blind, deaf, and dumb, ignorant, politically immature, naturally you went along with that. But today as your eyes come open and you develop political maturity, you're able to see and think for yourself. And you can see that a Dixocrat is nothing but a Democrat in disguise. You look at the structure of the uh, government that controls this country. It's controlled by 16 senatorial committees and 20 congressional committees. 
Of the 16 senatorial committees that run the government, 10 of them are in the hands of Southern segregationists. Of the 20 congressional committees that run the government, 12 of them are in the hands of Southern segregationists. And they're going to tell you and me that the South... Yeah. Nothing more than Democrats uh, planning, pandering to black people to get them to vote for them, to vote for their own demise, Malcolm X, right on the money about this. He called he called black people political chumps for voting against their own voting for their own demise. Really said it before, guys, why would you vote Democrat? And let's be honest, folks, if you actually know uh, black people, I'm not talking about the uh, the wolfsters out there like um, a Cory Bush, you know, those far leftists. Black people have a lot of conservative values, a lot and it just baffles me that they vote at a vote for Democrats at a 90 percent clip. Now, I did a previous video, guys. I, I said that I said this in that video. There was a poll out there. Where. Only 25 percent of black people. Thought that Democrats were racist, 25 percent, they thought 75 percent of Republicans were. Think about this, man, because the Democrats, man, they got a great PR team out there, a great PR team. I mean, Joe Biden has been saying racist stuff for 50 years. And black people still went out there and voted for this man. He told you if you don't vote for him, you're not black. But black people just ignored that and went out there and voted for him. Didn't even make him apologize. Nothing. They voted for this man. And what he said was blatantly racist. Trump has never said anything like that. And if he did, boy, you can best believe that the Democrats would have been eating that up. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. I'm back. Rudrance for our Black and White Network. If you're new to this channel, make sure you hit subscribe, pound the like button, and as always, thank you guys and gals for watching. I live in Texas. I live in rural Texas. I'm about uh, four hours north of Galveston. And what I can tell you is we can see the migration four hours north of Galveston. Okay. And by migrations, I mean everybody coming across through Mexico, coming up through here. Uh, I can only imagine what it's like further south. I said in a previous video that several years ago, many years ago, my son's now 21. He once went to Uvalde. He went to that school for a little while, okay, when he wasn't living here in East Texas. Uh, well, they've released the numbers for the migrants, the amount of migrants that were actually apprehended coming into Texas 
for the month of May, and it is uh, starting. It's startling. I mean, it's absolutely mind-boggling. What's really mind-boggling is the fact that these numbers, if you put them into a new city, would be bigger than Waco. All right, and Waco is no just small town. Okay, these numbers are actually bigger than the biggest town closest to me. And we consider that to be a fairly good-sized town of 110,000 people. All right? Um, The biggest concern with all of this migration is not only what is it going to do to future elections. I think a lot of us are thinking about that. A lot of us think that may be part of the master plan for allowing all of this to happen. But it's also, of course, the crime and more specifically, the drugs like fentanyl that are coming across the border. Border Patrol agents in the five Texas-based sectors apprehended nearly 138,000 migrants in May. According to a source within the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol, uh, border Protection, this is up by approximately 10,000 over the previous month. If the migrants apprehended in the Texas-based sectors were put into a brand new city, it would be the 25th largest city in Texas by population greater than Waco. You know what? That would be greater than Longview or Tyler, too. I think Tyler might be close to 138, but I don't even think they're quite there. A report reviewed by Breitbart, Texas, shows that Border Patrol agents in the Rio Grande Valley, Laredo, Del Rio, Big Ben, and El Paso sectors apprehended approximately 137,800 migrants who illegally crossed the border in May. This represents approximately 32% more than the 220,000 migrants apprehended by agents along the entire southwest border in May. Wow. Once again, the Rio Grande Valley sector led the way as the busiest sector in the country for migrant apprehensions with slightly over 45,000. Del Rio sector came close. Wow. 44,000. El Paso, Laredo, and Big Bend sectors rounded out the five at 34,000, 11,500, and 2,800 apprehensions. During the Memorial Day weekend, Del Rio sector Chief Patrol Agent Jason D. Owens reported that his agents apprehended nearly 4,000 of the sector's May's total of 44,000. He also reported 1,600 more migrants got away without being apprehended, according to Breitbart, Texas. Following the record April apprehensions, the CBP Commissioner Chris Magnus stated, the fact is that our our borders are not open and we will continue to remove those who enter the country unlawfully and have no legal basis to stay. After many months of planning, we are executing a comprehensive strategy to safely, orderly, and humanely manage our borders. In reality, the southwest border with Mexico is anything but safe, orderly, and humane as nearly two dozen migrants drowned in the Del Rio Border Patrol in April. Wow. Video reports from Eagle Pass and Rio Grande Valley continue to show migrants crossing at will. Other reports show the inhumane, life-threatening circumstances that take place in human smuggling operations and along the border. And in fact, 
you throw in the fact that yesterday I saw a video where they had migrants stuffed into the bed of a pickup truck. They were raw, all stacked up like logs in there, like this, okay? They dropped the tailgate, and there they were, stacked like this in rows. Yes, everybody's alive, but they were trying to smuggle them in. And in all of this, uh, I saw a report a couple of days ago. I believe they, they grabbed another 20 pounds of fentanyl. And uh, that fentanyl, I believe, would equate out to around 5 million deaths in potential overdose overdoses um, from our, our U.S. population. Uh, I I don't understand why this is not, uh, in my opinion, considered sort of a time of war when it comes to these migrants, when it comes to the cartels, when it comes to smuggling of drugs. When you're talking about drugs that cause that much death, in my opinion, extreme measures should be taken to stop this influx from happening, plain and simple. Okay, when you got a drug, fentanyl changes everything. Everything. Okay, I mean, all the other drugs, yeah, extremely dangerous. But fentanyl is another animal because so little can do so much damage. And that's the real problem here. Um, I mean, at what point can fentanyl not be looked at as a weapon of mass destruction? I want you to think about that. 20 pounds equals 5 million deaths. It's something to think about. 138,000 apprehensions. Not the ones that got through undetected that they didn't see. This is startling. This is Joe Biden's America right now. I, absolutely mind-boggling. It's crazy. If ever there was a reason of all the laundry list of failures that this president and the Democratic Socialist Party has had, this border, it this is a real crisis, okay? This is dangerous. Something's got to happen to stop this, okay? And not only that, but you're putting law-abiding citizens, especially in that first 100 miles outside of the border, all of those landowners, all those property owners, all those people that bought houses down there and live down there, they're in continuous danger because criminals are coming across the border. That's real. That's real. People can't let people can't let their kids go outside and play now for fear of migrants that are potentially criminal elements from just walking through the yard. Think about that a minute. Tell me what you think, black and white network supporters. Different kind of video. But this is a real issue. It's a dangerous issue. Peace, I'm out. Till next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now.
black and white network fans. We are back with another video and this is Monday morning. Now I can't think of how many videos in the past we've actually made about a Monday morning in Chicago, but it's usually when we actually do these videos, it's usually a recap of a deadly weekend in Chicago. Chicago is run by Lori Lightfoot, who actually may be in the top three of worst mayors in this country. She is a disaster, but people in Chicago, they keep voting for Democrats. Democrats, they don't want to enforce law. They don't. Every single weekend, folks, it's almost like a record number of people getting killed and they're getting killed by guns. But Democrats, you know, they they want to say we have a gun problem instead of a people problem. Now, folks, I believe we have a people problem. It's not a gun problem. It is a people problem. But of course, you know, the Democrats and some uh, Republicans also, I talked about them uh, going along with uh, Democrats to uh, violate your constitutional rights, doesn't solve the problem of gun violence. Chicago is a prime example, folks. A prime example. Check this out. This is the states with the toughest gun laws here. Now, according to this article here, Illinois is number six with the toughest gun laws. 14.1 deaths per 100,000 residents. Illinois has a higher than average rate of gun deaths. A higher rate of average gun deaths. A large share of trafficked guns recovered in the state were are originally purchased out of state. The state has a uh, fewer laws to ensure um, industry and product safety, but checks nearly every box when it comes to limiting guns in public and keeping guns out of the wrong hands. Well, how do you explain this? This is the past weekend's uh, deaths in Chicago and people that were shot. 27 shot over the weekend in Mayor Lori Lightfoot's Chicago. Yeah, this is happening in a Democrat-run city in a state that has very, very strict gun laws. You see, folks, the gun laws, they don't work because criminals do not follow the law. It says here, 27 people were shot, five of them fatally, over the weekend in Mayor Lori Lightfoot's Chicago. Breitbart News reported that 16 people were shot in Chicago Friday into Saturday night alone. Three of the victims succumbed to their wounds. On Monday morning, ABC 7 Chicago Sun-Times noted the overall number of shooting victims for the weekend rose to 27, including two additional shooting fatalities, bringing a total number of fatal weekend shootings to five. One of the additional shooting fatalities was an individual who had been wounded in a Saturday afternoon drive-by. The drive-by shooting left four injured, one critically, Fox News reported. The shooting victims, uh, ages 24 to 42, were in an alley when someone opened fire on them. ABC 7 Chicago Sun-Times indicated one of the wounded individuals died. The fifth shooting um, death of the weekend was discovered just before 4 a.m. Sunday 
when officers found a 23-year-old man on the ground with a gunshot wound in the 4200 block of South State Street. He was taken to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. The Sun-Times observed that uh, 267 people were killed in Chicago January 1st, 2022 through June 12th of 2022. 267 people killed. And this is just in a city with a state with very, very strict gun laws. It seems like they're doing a poor job of actually uh, keeping guns out of the hands of criminals. We said it before, guys, these gun laws, they don't work. They work for the law abiding citizen, but you can completely ban guns completely. And I, I'm willing to bet you, you're still going to have deadly weekends like this in Chicago. It comes down to it, folks, that uh, criminals, they don't follow the law. It's just that simple. And Lori Lightfoot wants to be soft on crime. But you people in Chicago, you guys keep voting for this. You guys keep voting for people that want your community to be to be unsafe. And they're going to restrict your rights. But you people vote for this stuff. This is crazy, man. This is absolutely crazy. When will people in Chicago wake up and stop supporting people that won't keep their streets safe? And a simple solution, man, to most all this violence with guns. Let's just call it what it is. You need to have families put together intact. You need to have a father figure in the home to guide these young men because most of these uh, gun crimes are committed by men. And I'm willing to bet that a lot of these uh, boys don't have their fathers in their lives. The family is split up. But of course, you know, Democrats, they don't like the uh, traditional family. They don't care about the nuclear family. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to the channel and we'll catch you next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. Black and white network fans, we are back with another video and your government still does not get it. They do not get it. Now, the mass shootings have been terrible, absolutely terrible. America has had a problem for the better part of over 20 years going back to uh, Columbine. I believe that happened in 1999. We have a problem. But the problem is not the guns. And it's really not with people who actually buy guns legally. They still don't get this, folks. They still don't get it. But today, guys, the Senate actually passed a bipartisanship gun deal. And ladies and gentlemen, guess what? It's not going to stop anything. It's not. Democrats and some Republicans still don't get it. It's not a gun problem. You have a people problem here in this country. Over here on Newsmats, senators reach bipartisan gun deal in major breakthrough. 
And guys, it's not going to work. And I'm going to show you the data where criminals actually get their guns from. Okay. Remember, they're called criminals. Why are they called criminals? Because they don't follow the law. It says here in a potential breakthrough towards the first significant new U.S. gun law in decades, a bipartisan group of senators on Sunday announced an agreement on a framework for a firearm safety bill with enough Republican support to advance in the narrowly divided Senate. The plan praised by Beijing Biden includes support for state red flag laws. Uh, Red flag laws keeps guns from potentially dangerous people. Really? Does it actually do that? Does it, is it actually going to keep guns out of the hands of people who should not have them. We're going to get into that. Tougher crim- criminal background checks for firearm- firearms buyers under 21 and a crackdown on straw purchases by people buying firearms for others who could not pass a background check. This is not going to stop mass shootings. Crafted in the aftermath of last month's massacres at an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas, in a supermarket in Buffalo, New York, The framework is far less ambitious than proposals offered by Biden and other Democrats for banning semi-automatic assault style rifles and high capacity magazines, or at least raising a minimum age to buy those from 18 to 21. Raising age does not do anything. It doesn't do anything. It was announced a day after tens of thousands rallied in Washington and around the United States to demand that lawmakers pass legislation aimed at curbing gun violence. While the deal represents a significant breakthrough, it does not ensure that legislation will be passed as lawmakers still must hammer out legislative language that can secure enough votes to get through both the Senate and House of Representatives, each narrowly controlled by Democrats. Republican opposition has been critical in thwarting Democratic-backed gun control proposals in Congress for decades. Dating back to the 1994 passage of a ban on assault weapons that um, expired a decade later. Now, guys, trust me, these shootings at schools are a problem. They are a serious problem, folks. And guess what? Schools are gun-free zones. It is illegal to have a gun in a school zone on school grounds. But guess what? They still get there. Why? Because criminals are going to be criminals. This is going to make some people feel good, but it's not going to stop crime. Now, check this out. This is from February of 2020. Where do criminals really get their guns? Now, this does not surprise me here in this article whatsoever. But the politicians, they should be looking at stuff like this. It says mass shootings. All too routinely hit the headlines across the United States. But what rally makes a blip on the news cycle are the individual acts of gun violence that perpetuate uh, permeate, I should say, the social fabric with almost 500,000 violent crimes committed with a gun annually, according to the. National Institute of Justice. On average, just under 40,000 people each year die across the country in a gun related death. 
So where do criminals typically buy their guns? And do do most criminals seek out their weapons of choice through illicit means? Quote, the majority of firearms used in criminal activity are obtained illegally. Illegally. Stricter or additional gun laws do not reduce gun violence. And this is from a correspondent with um, uh, law enforcement today. Stricter or additional gun laws do not reduce gun violence. A 2019 survey conducted by the Department of Justice found that some 43 percent of criminals had bought their firearms on the black market. They weren't going through legal means to get their guns. Six percent acquired them via theft. So that's almost half right there, folks. And check this out. And 10 percent made a retail purchase. And of that, only um, 0.8% purchased a weapon from a gun show. So 10% bought these through, I guess you could say, legal means. In 11% of cases, the criminal had someone else buy a gun for him, known as a straw purchase, while an additional 15% got guns from a friend or relative. Now, when it comes to these straw purchases, now, let me just use myself for example. I bought my gun. I don't have a criminal record. I went through a background check and it came back instantly. It was clean. I have my gun here in my house. Now, how's the government actually going to stop me from actually selling a gun to a criminal? They can't. They really can't. If I want right now to go in, Let's say like my neighbor was a criminal, for example. He's like, hey, I need a gun. I can't actually get it. I got to do something. Here's uh, five hundred dollars. You'll give me your gun. Okay, if I took the money, gave him the gun, he committed the crime. There's no law that 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 would actually stop that. For one thing, you can do a background check on me all day long. And my background is crystal clean. It is super clean. Super clean. It says here also some 12 percent of weapons found on a crime scene have been brought there by someone else. A recent recent uh, national survey of prison inmates age 18 to 40 published by preventative medicine found that only one in 10 bought the firearm involved in an act that resulted in them being jailed. So 10%. These are low numbers, folks. Really, really low numbers. So, guys, you see, folks, the criminals are still going to go out there and commit crimes. They're just trying to make it at the end of the day harder for you to get weapons. The law abiding citizen. And that's all the gun laws do. It only hurts the law abiding citizen. Nobody else. Criminals. Nothing's going to change for them. I mean, think of this. The the border is wide open. Uh, Biden is really doing nothing to um, stop illegals from coming across the border. And guess what, folks? Illegal weapons come across the border as well. Not just people. They're trafficking a whole bunch of other things across the border, including guns. 
that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to the channel and we'll catch you next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. I'm back. Rodriance for our Black and White Network. If you're new to the channel, hit subscribe, punch the like button. And as always, thank you guys and gals for watching. I did a video that I tried to put on YouTube, and YouTube gave me the gas face on it, so I had to move it over to blackandwhitenetwork.com. I did this the other day about that quote-unquote radical, dangerous, family-friendly drag show. Uh, drag your kids to pride day night whatever at a dallas bar that was the video where also uh there was a black black person out there a patriot just trying to walk down the street and um they got the uh alphabet community protesters got very physical with him and then i was very vocally disturbed by the fact that the dallas police seemed to get after the black protester or the the, the black patriot that was out there just trying to make his way down the street and i was like man we're in bizarro world we are in bizarro world when when somebody that and he just told the cops i'm just trying to walk down this street i live in this town and um the cops got all up in him well anyway enter ron DeSantis, governor ron DeSantis, who of course i have praised on this channel because he is proactive when things like this happen and uh, he doesn't wait around. He quickly jumps on an issue and immediately tries to pass law, tells you, uh, formulates a game plan, and then immediately goes on the attack. Now, I do want to recognize that here in Texas, we have a Texas representative named Brian Slayton. He's from here locally where I am. He's from Mineola. He has proposed a uh, law that will ban minors from being able to watch things like that that happened in Dallas with the drag show. And um, so uh, let's take a look. This is uh, Brian, Brian Slayton. He's a House representative here in uh, East Texas. And then uh, let's go look at Governor DeSantis because I believe this is the kind of step we're going to have to see. Plain and simple, we're going to have to go after the parents. If, if they're going to subject their children to these kind of disgusting things, these kind of disgusting acts, um, there's going to have to be real repercussions to it. This is the blaze. Governor Ron DeSantis considers sending child protective services against people exposing children to drag shows. This is what it's going to take. This is what it's going to take. It's going to take true... Um, you know, true consequences if you're going to subject your children to this kind of repugnant behavior. Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said he was considering sending CPS against people exposing children to drag shows. DeSantis was asked about proposed legislation about children at drag shows during a media briefing on Wednesday. Quote, we have child protection. 
protective statutes on the books. We have laws against child endangerment. That's exactly what it is, said DeSantis, who added that his staff was looking at the law. Look, guys, uh, these videos were disturbing. Um, there were all kinds of very adult signs there. Uh, I believe people might have been drinking at this bar. It was an actual bar bar, okay, this gay bar in Dallas. And um, there was a lot of, in my opinion, extremely adult behavior going on there, things that kids just should not be subjected to. He went on to reference, quote, disturbing videos from a drag show performance at a bar in Dallas, Texas, that showed children shoving dollar bills into the underwear of drag performers. I just can't imagine parents wanting their kids subjected to this. I mean, it's crazy to voluntarily take your kids to something like this. Something that we would take our kids and, and, and pull them away from as part of parental protection. Common sense. It makes no sense. I don't understand it. Um, it's appalling. I, I just can't imagine parents being okay with this sort of thing. Quote, part of the reason... Why we fought the we fought the fight with the parental rights in education law is because there's a movement to interject these things like gender ideology in the elementary schools. Even and my view is our school need to be teaching kids to read, write, add, and subtract, and do the things that are supposed to be done in school. Agreed. Quote: Injecting these agendas into into it is wrong, and that's why we did the parental rights education bill. The videos and images from the drag show in Dallas outraged many on social media. Others on the left defended the incident and accused critics of bigotry and prejudice against alternate lifestyles. Quote, it used to be the kids would be off limits. Used to be everybody agreed with that. It's the one thing that I, I, I thought for the longest time was a bipartisan, uh, you know, did not know any political ideologies was the fact that we all agreed on the protection of kids and what their eyes could see. We've lost that. We've totally lost it. DeSantis continued, and now it just seems that there's a concerted effort to be exposing kids more and more to things that are not age-appropriate. He concluded by saying Florida needs to be a, quote, family-friendly state, as does Texas Greg Abbott, and received overwhelming support from those attending the briefing. DeSantis is widely considered to be the front-runner for the presidential nomination for 2024 unless President Donald Trump chooses to run again. Uh, so, and we'll wait and see how that goes. We don't know how that's going to end up. I know that DeSantis is polling very well among Republicans right now. Extremely well. Shockingly well. Um, not shocking from the fact that he's not worthy. It's just... Um, <laughs> I mean, he's polling ahead in certain areas of Donald Trump, which is pretty surprising. Uh, but that's not really what this is about. The point is, this is the kind of action from people like Ron DeSantis, leadership that we need, okay? He sees this and says, you know what? There, there's things on the books. I think CPS can get involved here. Um, and look, I think CPS, that kind of thing is sort of a last resort. But again, we're talking about issues of potential child endangerment. Plain and simple, these are not environments for children. Period. Okay, let's say that was some kind of a of a 
of a, a function at a bar and it's all straight people. That's not the environment children need to be in either. Okay? That's the strange part about all this. I don't get up and go, you know what? I'm going to the bar tonight and I'm going to drag my children with me. No, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. I mean, you need to take a serious evaluation and look in the mirror if you believe that's okay. That's something you don't expose children to. It's crazy. Uh, you know, it used to be, hey, I gotta, you know, I gotta find somebody to watch the kids so where you can go out, maybe catch a show, blah blah blah, or you just don't get to go. I mean, that's just the way it is. Um, but the kind of things, and, and look, this is grooming. We know what this is. This is grooming. This is an attempt to normalize uh, behavior, certain actions, a certain lifestyle, and try to normalize it. It is. I mean, that's where we're going. Um, I would be very interested to know how many people that attended this event actually were supposed to be Christians because I lay you odds there were a lot of atheists at that bar. I just got a feeling. Um, not to get religious, but that is a component in all of this, too. Don't think it's not. I praise DeSantis for, once again, not waiting. I praise uh, Texas Representative Brian Slayton for saying, yeah, we're going to address that. Minors are not going to bars like that, okay? We're not having them exposed to drag shows. Um, steps have got to be, be taken. After having seen that video, and I just couldn't believe it, and, I mean, kids are walking down there with the, the drag queens or whatever they're called. And, uh, I mean, literally actively participating in this event. I can't think of much more that I would literally, uh, excuse my French, literally lose my shit over if I found out that somebody drugged my child with one of these things. I, I mean, Unbelievable. And parents are proactively taking their kids to this kind of crap. I mean, how were you raised, for crying out loud? Somebody failed somewhere miserably. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USAFIRST, all one word. USAFIRST, all one word. 25% off now. 